0: And now live on FXBGPublicRadio.com and new iTunes app. This is Below the Loaded Jack, Loaded Jack, with Nick on FXBGPublicRadio, FXBGPublicRadio, FXBGPublicRadio.com.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight, we have special guest, friend of the show, family, I would have to say, Romalis is back in the building with us, man. What's going on, Romalis? Man, just trying to stay busy, man. Thanks for having me, as always. As always. And as, speaking of staying busy, Romalis has been staying busy because we're about to drop you a new track um, do you want to do an intro to it Or you just want to play it And then we'll talk about it after
2: yeah. Game so happily September
1: 9th Oof September 9th is coming This is a track called Guide um, By Roe Malice It's fxbgpublicradio.com Below the deck What have you done To
0: focus on Everybody Watch this Everybody in this room If you're obedient to the Lord, this raise your hand If you have been In a struggle the last Two so years of your life Raise your hand I come to you as your humble servant I had to tell him how you delivered me from the jungle service. And I apologize, it took me so long to find my purpose And I know I tried, but I'd have died trying to be perfect If it wasn't for Pastor Chris, I'd never step in churches and they question in the Bible and don't know no verses If I act is than that? I know you can close my curtain And you got the answer to all my problems, this what I know for certain No matter what says the calendar, always on time And since the storm is passing nobody I know it's my time to shine You always warn me it will be cobras wanting to take what's mine But you hid the treasure inside my mind, a place that they can't find Melodies from heaven raining down in this torrential. I gave my heart, I gave my soul to return this exponential. Thought my relationship with you would make me less efficient. So I was willing to take that risk. Cause I wouldn't dare to dish it. Nah. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, he will increase in manner. Whew. Oh hoof
1: Oh, Romalis is in the building, man. Ladies and gentlemen, it's FXBGpublicRadio dot com um below the deck. Romalis is in the building. That was God um off the new track. What did you say? September eighth? Right. September ninth. Okay, so that's coming. Um what do what are people looking for, for the upcoming project? I mean, give us some give us some feedback about the song, give us some feedback about the upcoming album. The
2: the upcoming project, I try to keep it as unexpected as possible. That's why I um, came with that song originally, because I know that's something that's unexpected. But um, the game so separately is really just going to be about a certain amount of topics that Mm -hmm. I just wanted to give my viewpoint and perspective on. Um, I'm really kind of pushing the envelope on topics. It's not really like the topic isn't pushing the envelope, it's just more so giving an unpopular opinion.
1: Yeah, Make devil's something. advocate. I mean, you know, you may not, right. you may not agree or disagree, but I'm just giving you the other perspective so you can right. see both sides because right. that's important. You know what I mean? Especially with what's going on now, with you know, is seeing both sides. Where you got to see everybody on the side that they're on.
2: And just yeah, it is, and it's going to be a spoon-fed type of thing. It's really kind of just like my personal entry back into the long nights in... Mm-hmm dedication to just the craft and just the branding of everything around it. So I just wanted to really take these particular songs that I'm I'm putting out. I really took a lot of time on them, like delivery. The writing part is definitely the easiest part. Just recording is easy, but more so sound quality and delivery is really what I was trying to aim for, where I felt like I could be more, and just a little bit more of the visual promotion. I got
1: a commercial with that beat in it. Nice. So you're getting that out there. Uh let me ask you a question though about that. Um what do you think I guess having a uh, a very construed, you know as you're saying, it's you know you got topics all over the place. What um would be, I guess for lack of a better term, the general the general message you're trying to send with your album, like, you know, what's the message behind it? Cause it's all sorts of different topics. So, and it's got a certain name, but like, what's, what's the, what's the agenda for the album to actually show to people, you know? Cause obviously you, you have a very, you're a very conscious rapper. You, you know, you talk about a lot of real things. You bring up real subjects. Um, you have fun sometimes on it and you just kind of party rap. Um, so you have a whole different wider range of you know of market that you do for this album what uh did you have a message you were trying to actually put out, or were you just doing you know just the regular Romalis, where you're like you you're all over always where you're like, "I'm here, I'm there, you know I have a voice about no, I think everything I feel
2: in this time. I think i wanna mm-hmm. um, i wanna wanted, I wanted keep it as dere as possible but I, it's a very short track list. Mm-hmm. but I feel like the things that I'm saying in it, I, I
1: didn't need that I didn't need an hour to tell you right um, so you went serious on this a little bit more serious on this one
2: because
1: uh, you're okay, always a conscious rapper even though even when more. you're having fun you're still a conscious rapper even with your party songs like there's still conscious lyrics in it if you actually pay attention to it where you're like oh he's still actually telling you something even though it's a, a party jam you know you have the right. party jams. You have the very political charged songs. You have the you know the songs that actually have meaning for other reasons and things like that. And you have personal songs. And you always you know you're always lyrical no matter which route you go. So that's where that's, I was trying to I ask you. Right. So, so you went and um
2: so basically it's called Game Close at Police and what we talk about is like when I give when somebody gives me some like a gym, we yeah. call it game. Because you can play with it and you can get to the next level with it as far as like a metaphor on the game. So it's like I've been given a lot of that game and I have one of my albums is called Cold Game. Kinda of like, you know, it's a cold game out there or whatever. And I feel like I feel like as far as mentally and just where I'm coming from as a an artistic view, it's like it's almost like a sequel to that mm-hmm. because I'm giving you a viewpoint, but the topics, it's just, they're strictly like this: God, friends, money, love. That's it. Mm-hmm. And those are the name of the songs. All the rest of the, you know the details are inside. Right. But I felt like from the last time I really stepped out there to make music or promote music at a, at a high level. These are all the things that I've had conversations about since then, like,
1: ultimately. Yeah, I'd like to ask you about that, actually, because I do a lot of um, music with, you know, we were doing the tour that we were setting up, um, obviously, COVID uh, set everything back, but we were doing the tour with the gospel hip-hop stuff, and your music actually fits into that level, too. Do you... um, do you feel that there's a divide whenever you do music like that? It's always something I, I like to ask the people who do, because you definitely have a very strong religious view in your music sometimes, where, you know what I mean? It's always present, but sometimes it's it's not gospel hip-hop, but you are overly, you know, you're showing that your presence and how much you believe in God and, and your, in your cycle of that, do you think that that... Um, you know, I always ask the the uh gospel artists like, do you think it takes away from your music? Because people are kind of like, Oh, well, you know, we want to hear about partying and now you're rapping about God. Do you um do you ever feel that there's is a divide in that? Because I feel like you have a lot. I think it's different because they are more just gospel hip hop artists. So I think they might get a little bit more, but I'm sure that you get some sort of gist of this by doing songs called God and rapping things about, you know, about God and spirituality and, and just, you know, what you believe in. Do you think, you know, it's it's harder sometimes coming out as that because, you know, people want to hear party hits or they want to hear, you know, for lack of a better, they want to hear like, oh, I want to hear some, you know, some crazy something beats with music and beats. Like, I don't want to hear about some real stuff. And Do I you think ever think that that... Um,
2: go ahead. There is a divide. There'll always be a divide. Um, I think it's called, you know, from the the perspective of just really kind of observing, they have, like, church music and, quote-unquote, secular music. I don't even know what secular really means other than outside of church. right? But um, to me, personally, that's why, like I said, I'm going to push the envelope on that because you can't deny that beat. Mm hmm You feel me? You can't deny that beat, but at the same time, you know, I understand that God is, like, one of those subjects where you either here or you there, but I just wanted to be known that where I'm coming from, like as an artist, as far as just like like you say, a lot of my stuff is really depicted off my real life. Mm-hmm. So as an artist evolving, I'm bringing that along with me. Like like you say, I, I I never really gave a whole song to God. Right. I mean, I slid it in there, like you say, like you you hear it if you listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's just like. One day, I just decided, you know what, when they when they accept the awards and when they accept the platinum awards, the first thing they say is, you know, all of this without, this God, without God is impossible or all oh, due praises to God or, you know, Allah or whatever, they, you know, they say that after they win the award. Right. But it's like, at this point, I know I'm going to win the award eventually, even if it's not a Grammy or whatever, it's a, even if it's a personal barrier that I break. I couldn't have did it without God. So it's like I'm giving you the real.
1: No, that's a award an in itself. That's why I'm rewarding myself. I'm trying to make it to heaven. <laughs> Everything Right. So every like every doing, sin I done, you know, I might make a song for it. Shit. You know that's why I feel
2: like the divide between me personally, you know, I've always wanted right. to make gospel music. And I just don't never really I don't take on it a hundred percent because I feel like that divide is still there where it's like you're not really hearing me. But then as I read and as I learn, you know, the story of Jesus, he was really in the trenches and really in yeah, where uh... where they really were, where where the crime and the thugs and the prostitutes and the hoes and all that really was. So it's like I'm really giving you a raw perspective as he would, but, you know, it's been so brainwashed and modernized to what it is now. me me giving that perspective is controversial in itself
1: no i love it because because that's something that came up this week actually in my personal life and i'll I'll bring this up which is somebody was talking to me about um the rap lyrics they're saying rap lyrics are portraying bad guys and gangsters and this whole thing and i'm like there that's not all of rap music that's what's selling Like, you don't understand, people are making music because what's selling, so they make that same music. I was like, people that are conscious-minded, you got J. Coles, you got King Loses, you got a whole line of people that make conscious music that are not specifically about gang banging.
2: They sell well, they sell very well.
1: And they don't, yeah, but they don't sell as well as the other ones, and people don't glorify that, where you're like, that's not what's being glorified. Oh, as soon as something negative happens. And then also, like, you know, to have a controversial term on it, which was what I spent on it yesterday, which got me a little bit into shit with everybody, which is, I was like, do you think cops are listening to rap music? Cops that are killing yeah, people absolutely. you're mad at. Are they listening to rap music? Is the white kid who fucking shot the two other white people? That's a big thing people don't know either. That white dude shot two white people. and But I'm like, is he listening to rap music? Is that why he did it? Like, oh, he's too too involved in video games and rap music. And I don't believe that, you know, I don't believe that, that what we do is that, you know, if what's selling is selling, you know, and you're like, Oh, they're not glorifying gang bang and a whole thing. I don't think that any music is really actually like, you know what I'm saying? No, no music that you've heard says pick up a gun and go shoot somebody. You know, it's a storytelling in a sense of the stories of the things that people have seen. So, you know mean, what I mean? Where it's you know like. Oh, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. I
2: was just going to say, of course, you know that the, the people who feel that way about it aren't in those areas where the stories are real
1: but that's what i mean yeah it's a story i'm telling you a story about something that i may have seen it doesn't have to be something you've done it doesn't have to you know it's just like yeah this is the shit that actually happens where i'm from i seen it you don't see it because you come from a different area but also i don't think that that's a reason where people are like this is why people are killing people Where I'm like, I see the reverse side of it, where I'm not trying to be controversial, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think that people that are considered racist that are shooting people, you think they're listening to rap songs before they go out and kill people? Like, that's not a thing. You can't blame it on rap. That's my whole point. You can't blame it on, on the rap. Like, these are songs. These are things. Stories you know, portrayals of things. It's not a real life encounter. And none of them are actually like, you know, even back in the day with the fuck the police, it didn't say kill the police. It just said, fuck the police. You know what I mean? Where you're like, nobody's telling you to go out and do violence. They're just talking to you about, you know, situations that have occurred that you may have seen that were violent. And these are altercations that, you know, happen on a daily basis where people are from. It doesn't yeah, mean that you're a part is,
2: of it. here. Like, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. This whole country started off violence. Like, right. And, you know, oh. and when, it's, when it's time to defend it, we defend with violence. And, you know, it's, 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 it's such a bigger subject. And, of course, I remember when Eminem was the biggest rapper in the world, and they used to, to pick his lyrics and use his lyrics. And I'm like, man,
1: he's not even... He's talking about, like... He was joking. Uh, no one even understood his lyrics right. until now. Now they understand them, and you're like, "Oh shit. he was just making like a million jokes about inappropriate things. for sure, but it definitely it comes off as a joke if you actually ever listen to it. you're like, it doesn't come off malice to me. You know he's what like I mean a,
2: he's, like a, he's like a rapper or like a family guy.
1: This just like, yeah, he's fucking around like, oh, I'm using words and I'm making fun of things that should not be made fun of. But he also understood that he was making fun of things that he should not be. So I feel like in that sense, like that's comedian where you're like, oh, you know, you get the comedian pass, where like he's not actually calling people gay. He's just making a joke because it's controversial to you and it makes you like, oh, oh, what did, he, oh, what did you say? And you're like, dude, you know, he did the show with Elton John, where he's like, dude, I clearly don't care, like, about gay. Like, it's a fucking joke, just to make you mad. I and, think that his music alone would be the reason why the precedent of,
2: like, sensitivity is so set today.
1: I don't think so. I think a like lot of South people Park got away with it.
2: Guy era, and that was pushing the envelope, pushing the line. Well,
1: everybody got away with it back in the day. It wasn't just him, and that's not, like, the white privilege thing and the whole thing. He was a rapper, which is why he got away with it. The rap shit, dude, dude, in that 1990s rap, DMX and that, like, DMX literally has a line, like, um, one of my favorite songs on Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood is, I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked a corpse. And, like, that's literally how the song starts. And know. that is just, like, it was a song. It was nothing about anything besides it being a song. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't a real thing. That people thought, like, oh, DMX is, you know, like, having sex with dead people. And, like, it was not a thing. You just, like, it was just, that's a raw-ass line. And that's yeah, why. For, like the line, line, for, line, for the line. For the love of the game. Yeah, you think about it. Oh, you would never get away with that now. He would never. You would never be and there's so many do back that ass up. I don't even think that would be, you know, with juvenile doing it. I think with where we where we've come to, it does come to the um what's the damn what's that Cardi B song with them now? WAP or yeah, right? WAP. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. That is able to be done. By a female artist. If a male artist did that right now, it would be way more controversial just based off of the fact of like we've gotten so PC. You, you know, know it's w-
2: crazy because I kind of I would have to agree with that. I would I would challenge that normally, but I really would have to agree
1: with that. I feel like we just went to PC where you like back that ass up is fine. Yeah, you got a big ass. Well, shack that ass up. Back that ass up. That was it was in fun though. Nobody was actually degrading women, which is what they try to put it as in these things. And especially in, with the violence goes the same way. Like nobody's degrading women and nobody's actually telling you to do violence. Just because people speak of violence doesn't mean they're telling you to do it. They're just giving you awareness of what happened. This was my perspective you know what i mean you can't judge somebody for saying their perspective and you made it into a song i didn't tell you to go shoot up a whole bunch of people that's there's no song that says go shoot the crowd up exactly you know what exactly. i mean and that's what happens yeah and that's what happens actually in real life like people are shooting real crowds up and things like nobody's rapping about shooting crowds up some people rap, oh my ops i was mad at my ops or whatever and yeah oh i, I wrote on them or whatever like that's real shit. Or somebody wrote on you, or whatever it is. But it's never... Nobody's telling you to go shoot up innocent crowds. Go to Walmart and shoot up the food line. You know what I mean? Like, what? That is not because a hook. That's,
2: that's why... That That's right there. The whole point is, like... None of my music is about that in any way. Like, and that's, that's why I wanted to add my perspective. It's like, I'm going to talk about something different. Like... Mm-hmm. It's not even a challenge to talk about something different, but something different needs to be heard, and I just would it 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 just opens you up creative creative wise they, they take it the wrong way, way. I a triple
1: a. I said this ain't the this ain't the stuff oh you win over, you know what I mean oh, you gonna talk about and that's why it goes both ways. It's like the uh the devil's advocate where you can't win mm-hmm. they always find under uh, like Find the other side of, you know, what you're doing. We're like, oh, yeah, man, I'm trying to do something positive. And they're like, well, yeah, but what about this And You're like, that's not what it's about. <laughs> it was about the positive thing. I was trying to just give you some lyrics on a positive song. Like the God song you just played. You know, you have the other one, too. Um, What's the one with my favorite? This is America. Our United We Stand is what I believe what is the, night, and you know, the name. And United We Stand movie. is one of my favorite songs of all time.
2: You bring that song up every interview. and that's what I that
1: love is. that song. That's why, man. That shit is real to me. And I'm like, that's a real song. But, like, oh, because you do United We Stand. Like, you, oh, you disagree with the flag. And, the, like, that's not what that song is about. You didn't yeah, listen that to that song, the song. I, like you
2: said, that song was that song. I did that song in, like, 2013. That was before.
1: All of this before yeah, Trump, before it's like, any of this.
2: Exists, it's in the media, and still regardless.
1: And
2: one of my song, one of my lives in that song, I was like, "They're killing for Nike, it's like they're killing for yeah. shoes," but yeah. like this was happening
1: way beyond before the Trump thing, before the pandemic. Yes, that's what that's why I love bringing that song because I'm like, this has been a thing. People don't realize, like, like no one's just bringing it up because it's a thing. These are real artists who have really discussed this before, but then you say, well, all we hear about is the killing and all we hear, that's all you're buying. That's why right. all these songs are available on your catalog. You might have some songs that are more trappy. They are is still on your same catalog. But... They might sell more. Now? Go ahead. If
2: you haven't heard games, so if you haven't heard, United you know what I'm saying, or any of those songs prior to this project then i'm 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 shipping them all off of streaming. you have to get them personally, and I'm gonna um you know create visuals for them so you can hear them in a different way or see them in a different way, but that's why the game is so separately. That's the game that's literally so separately. The things that I used to talk about that are art that have been relevant before now. And just, you know, in an artist way as well, too, like, not even just, like, a musical artist, more so, like, an artist-artist, like, who gives away originals and who gives away prints versus, the, you know what I'm mean? saying? So it's just like now, you're getting them straight from the source versus you stumbling across it on iTunes and things like that. Um, I just want to separate that version of my artistry to what's happening now. Yeah. And, you know, because it, it's like,
1: It shouldn't need to be promoted. That should be promoted itself. Y'all should be promoting that. You want me out here selling you a hit record? That's cool. I sent you this other song was a message. That's what people don't get. That's the art behind being a real artist, which is something that I consider you, Romalis. Make sure you guys check him out also. Um, But Romalis is a real artist. Like artist and art, which is what he just said too, which is the song is not always just about the song. Sometimes it's about the people that it affects. That's how you create it. And you, oh shit, I didn't get this unless I was unless somebody gave it to me. There is no way for me to just get this. That's um, it's it's a funny way because that's how I run business with doing the DJ and shit. Where I'm like, you you can't hire me off a line. If you know somebody who knows me, you can get a hold of me. But if you don't know me, then I don't, you know what I mean. I don't do projects. You have to be a friend or a friend of a friend. I'm not out. We're not out here promoting all of this crazy like thing to be an artist. The art is the art. I want the people who respect the art to see the art, and I want to do it for those people. I don't. It's not, you know. Oh, just if you pay, you get to see it. That's not how it works. If you love art, you then you'll know what you're looking for, and you will find me, and then you will get to be part of the art. But if you want to go see art, you know, just anywhere, you know, go on Spotify, YouTube, whatever it is, and go find some fucking, you know, search fucking most popular right now. And that's where you go. But I'll tell you that we're doing some other stuff with some real art that we're really trying to create and really trying to build a message behind the music that doesn't necessarily, you know, that's always been speaking, which is one of the things you're saying. It's been speaking for, what did you say? That was 20, 2016? 2013. 2013. Yeah. That's seven years ago. You already had the song for today. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Where you're like, damn, 2013, I was already telling you what was going to happen in 2020. I didn't know what was going to happen, but now you see. It's and just, I- it's just it's
2: a lot, it's like, a lot of things are going on right now, but it's just, like, overdue. Right. So to the person that's just hearing it, like, Dang you said this in two thousand thirteen? Yes, because I was right there in the middle of a tornado. Mm -hmm. You know, just dealing with like you know, like dealing with all this stuff, like people say stuff about policy change. Like for instance, uh like the weed laws are changing, the criminal laws. You know, I've been waiting for those laws to be changed for a while. When I was younger I got covered for weed, you know, and it just really affected my professional career as far yeah. as trying to be a society. But, of course, you know, as you grow as an artist, you realize you're not fit for that. And that's why things line up the way they do.
1: Well, but- we live in a, in a very specific area also, being in Fredericksburg, Virginia, because you also have had a controversial photo. It's not controversial, but people definitely gave you, gave you slack about um, the slave block. That they just took out of downtown. Like, that was in our city for the last, since 2013. So, like, you know what I mean? When you're talking about stuff like this, you're like, these are things that have been affecting our area for hundreds of years. And specifically our area. Like, you know, some people don't understand that because if you come from an area that's not specifically, like, you know, we're we're one of the first 13 colonies. You know, we're actually the first one, Virginia. I about say the first? The yeah, first. Jamestown. Yeah, yeah. We are the first, like, place on America. So we have definitely a lot of, you know, a lot of slack that, you know, we've, anything that's negative, we've been through it. You know the slave stuff, the the Indian things, the you know the Native Americans. For sorry, I said Indian, but Native Americans, the whole thing. We've been like our our state has specifically been through most of this. George Washington was born right around the bridge from where we live at. Yeah, of course. And be he's been out sure. here banging, yeah, banging since the beginning. And so, like everything, like we have the tarnish of everything kind of like where we're like, yo, there are things that we get and there are things that people see that they've never actually experienced or their area hasn't experienced, you know, like people in people in Nebraska don't understand the same way as, you know, racism or even just like the colonization of America is the same way as we do over here. We're like, oh yeah, no, this guy's house is over here and, Shout out George Washington, too. I salute him because he, he was a boss on, on Warrior. I'm not sure about his uh, slave things, but he was definitely a warrior. Um, but we have all of that stuff in our area, and, you know, so it's very weird. You know, it's it's something different when we talk about it, I think, than other people talk about it. Do you agree or disagree?
2: I think that I I, I agree. I agree. The reason why I agree is because I witnessed it, mm-hmm. and I I haven't been west at all. Mm-hmm. Like the is west I've been is Louisiana. Well,
0: but that's still the South, yeah.
2: Louisiana, like just that section from Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi. Some of those traditions and customs are literally right in front of your face. Right, like it's just modernizing away. Mm. So it's like I I do agree that a lot of people can't grasp how I can grasp it. Like you said, George Washington's around the corner. Um, where I I moved to an area in the country area where like the Civil War battlegrounds are like right there. Robert E. Lee was the That's in my backyard. People. Yeah, so it's just it's, it's right. It's all right there. So it's like like for instance. Just from my perspective, I probably didn't see that slave block until I was about 19, right? 20, 21, something It was just something there.
1: on the corner you didn't notice. You never read the I sign.
2: But what's crazy is, you know, black people, we don't, we don't frequent downtown. We probably frequent more downtown than we did before, but we don't frequent downtown that much. Because it was an event that um one of our one of our friends of ours that um got a spot which is Jay's Two now mm-hmm. um Jay's Two used to be a Los Palmas I don't know if anybody remembers that but around that time that's where the slave block was he was like oh what's this this a real slave block like you know until we had business in that direction we didn't know it was there so it was like when you find out it's there or when it comes across you don't even know you never felt that feeling before until you see it, you're like, damn, this is real. This not only is not real, it's just that, you know, the people who do know us there, you know, you got relatives, descendants and all of that who just look past them and just don't worry about it. It's just a piece of block. It's just whatever it is. You know, it's not it doesn't really hold any sort of
1: Well I think it comes normalized. Because even all of like our town specifically I think is different and I get what you're saying. And it is different because it is literally like our town is a civil war town. Like we're like the biggest graveyard downtown is like the, you know, the unmarked graves or whatever, like downtown. You, you, you pass a lot of things that are just part of the history where you don't actually pay attention to what it is or who it's for. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people recently have been pointing that out in their cities, which is different than ours, which is, you know, our city is definitely 1,000% is is a civil war town. Like, they had the Battle of Fredericksburg, there's been a millions of battles, you know, not millions, but, you know, what I'm saying. there like was multiple battles. Yeah. it was actually yeah, this is where they actually had the war at, where they're like, these were where people were actually at, so you see a lot of stuff that is you know, like, just about you know, like remembering the people, no matter what side it's on. It's just like we yeah. remember that there was a war here and people died. Here's the, you know, the graveyard, that big ass graveyard down there on, um, what's that, Lafayette. They don't, I think there's like a hundred and a hundred and something more graves that aren't marked where they don't know. They just like pick people up and we're like, these are people who died. And they're all in there from the Civil War. And they just, that's how it was because they're like, yo, these people, yeah, like, people fought and died, whatever. Who won, who lost, nobody cares about that. But they're like, this shit really happened here. A lot of things, you know, it affected a lot of other places, but it actually happened here. So I think that's why, you know what I mean? That's like with the block and everything where you're like, oh, people have heard about this. And you're like, no, this was actually here. This is yeah. this was here where we live at, yeah. And you're like, but there's been so much shit with us, you know, on our side. Where you're like, that's one thing of a million. Like it's been going both ways for you know since since the dawn of days. Like it's just been fucked up, and we are definitely one of the first, you know. So it's always been where I think, I guess, you know, where and, you know, I I maybe. Maybe that's why I give people breaks in like other states more where you're like racism kind of like came over there at some point where you're like, this is real. Like, you know what I mean? Battles and civil war and the whole thing. This was, this was real at some point. And people in Oklahoma, I don't think understand the same way where you're like, that, you know what I mean? If you're over there now, it's not, there's no tradition. There is no, this is how it's been. You don't understand. Like, this shit just fucking rode over that way. Your shit wasn't like that. You didn't, you know, you guys weren't here whenever George Washington was out here having the French and Indian War. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oklahoma like, now, didn't exist.
2: Yeah. I don't see it. The and
1: South you is harder. Oh, 1,000%. Dude, we're the, that's why I call it the top of the bottom. We are literally the most north southern state. Which we are still south, but we are the top of the bottom so we get that mixture of it where you know what I mean? Where you're like, "Oh, you got that south feeling, but also we do have some of the north feeling." Which is not not North and South Civil War type, but like north you know what I'm saying? Northeast on America versus the southern states in Virginia, which are obviously way way more set into their, I don't know, I don't know what the term for that is because they say it's like their root, but I don't know like if that is the word to use If for, you know, for lack of a better term, I'll say that, but for some reason people think, yeah, that it's, it's instilled like that they need to preserve something that is no longer exists to me. I guess, does that make sense to you? Where you're like, oh, we got to preserve these ways of life. And you're like, things have changed, man. And it's not not about black or white. It's about money. I think that's a big thing most people are missing. Like, it's not about black or white people. They are separating people whether or not you have money or not.
2: Oh, yeah, it's definitely social status and class now.
1: They use the word specifically during the pandemic, and I've said this multiple times on the show. Essential and non-essential. They don't label you non-essential because you're black or because you're Mexican or because you're anything. They label white people non-essential too. They label people non-essential. That is a very fucking important word that you do not want to be labeled by by your government. I'll tell you that. For real. The essential and non-essential, which means we don't need you. That is very specific terminology like you are unneeded everybody who's still working is doing their thing they're needed and we're gonna look out for them you have been labeled non-essential that is a uh, very fucking important word yeah that you need to pay attention to you do not want to be wanna labeled free- non-essential
2: I want to swing into that good another part of my project is more so about personal branding and you know, owning your own business and stuff like that, because you can run it the way you want to. But also being not being non-essential when they try to chop your job. I think that as a business owner, especially in my situation, because I do like. Uh oh. Hold on. Let me see if I can get
1: them back. He might be gone. We cut it last time, and then I got him back. Is he off the line? I was wondering. Oh, there he is. Okay. Yeah, we lost you for a second, Romella. Sorry. I
2: thought I heard you.
1: Yeah, you can hear me. I was telling him not to cut. Like, we cut the feed last week, and I was telling him not to cut it, because I think maybe you just muted for a second.
2: So I was just basically talking about being non-essential versus being a business owner. Uh Uh-huh. And being a business owner, you can remain essential on your own accord,
1: yeah, that's a, yeah, that's what we've been doing. That's and what I've been telling everybody. Rappers. Build your own business
2: uh, one thing I've learned about rapping is like you know I've always learned a business how of rapping you know i I've never got a million off of rap, but I've also never been jerked out of a million off of rap. right you know, so i can i could I can be cool with that like that's part of that's actually being a some form of success. You know, to mm-hmm. me, you didn't get robbed. You may have got, I may not have got the fame, but I didn't get robbed either. But yeah. what I've learned, is a lot of rappers who don't do anything else but rap, once the show stop, their revenue stops. So like, course, well, that's rappers, with whatever, everything. Rappers are about they going back to the streets or whatever it is that's they doing.
1: everything with non-essential because you see people who have jobs that... Just go to work to make money. And now you're like, oh, hey, there is no bartending job. And they're like, what? Like, I just go to work to make money. And you're like You've never thought about, like, what's the end game? What's the business part of it? And that's the same thing with rappers, too. Like, that's the same thing. If your business stops, if you're just rapping and you're not running business, if the business stops, what do you do? Because right. the thing is that you don't realize is you weren't running business. Somebody, all the business people run business. That's the thing. He's running. Somebody got you the job because they know somebody who knows somebody or they fucking had the meeting, whatever it is. If you are just doing it by yourself. Oh, all I did is write songs. I write songs. You're supposed to sell them. Whenever somebody's not there to sell them anymore, you're like, what do I do? You know, and that's why you always want... I always teach my artists to start their own brand. Start your own business, too. To where, like, you know, this will help, but you learn how to run the business while you're doing it. Because I guarantee the business lasts longer than the artist. Always. Unless you're Beyonce. And And I have not seen another Beyonce since I've seen Beyonce, so... That's why I think
2: me, personally... Well I end up, I end up surrounding my business around what I do. Like I make music, and I'm mm-hmm. really good at it. And if I ever get to a level where I can uh, distribute effectively, then there, yeah, I feel like my product is, is a quality that can, you know, deliver. No, you bread.
1: know what you're doing. That's why I don't lie. To right. So you know what you're like doing. as
2: my backup plan, which took me years to figure out.
1: It's you know, always, I, but I, it I, should it be. They, they, All artists should have that. That should be all artists' backup plan. Like, you're not just a rapper. Oh, hey, if I make a good song, someone's going to give me money for it. There's so much steps in between that that people miss. And also, like, if you actually figure out how to do it as an artist, you know how much better you would be to advise another artist to do that that way. Yeah. And Uh,
2: what I've learned is, like, what I've learned with this, I got tired of taking pictures or paying for pictures or paying for uh, mm-hmm. videos and stuff like that. And um not even that I got tired of it, but it was just like what I realized I was paying for was obtainable. Like you can have your own camera. You can do it yourself. All things. And what I've learned with that is you can, what I've learned so far and I've only been in business for like two years. Oh so wow. What about what I've learned so far is this business is going to take you to other businesses, like larger businesses who may want to cut costs, and then there's that person who delivers that quality like myself at whatever cost.
1: I and would like to say something, though, to cut you off, and I'm rappers, sorry. You,
2: more rappers come with that. So it's like you involved with the business, but as you, your business grows... No, I want to cut
1: grow. you off because I've known you for maybe six or seven years. You have been independently running like i know you're saying too since you really started running like your own like you've been oh, you've no, been, 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 been in this really industry for a life. long time and you've I've been, been a doing very good I've been a yes
2: I've
1: been a hustle yeah you've been in the industry getting it in and learning and that's the whole point that's what i always tell people i'm like how are you gonna tell me how to sell the record you ain't never sold a record you've been in the industry seven years like i trust like you know what i mean if you say something to me i'm like Suit. I I think he probably knows what he's talking about because we've been in and out the mix. You know what I mean? Everything doesn't always work. Like you said before, doesn't always work, but that's how you figure out what does work. I've done the wrong things. You know what I mean? We've all done the wrong things, but you're like, oh, I figured out like, this is the way that actually this does work. And as you being an independent artist coming from another independent artist, you're like, this is how you can actually make moves to be successful that is a simple fact, which is different than like, you know, you're not trying to sell anything. That's not your business. I could help you versus I'm trying to sell you something. Right. And that's a, you know, that's, I think a thing as an artist, you've come out with, and that's why I've always, you know, vibe with you and me and you have always kind of, you know, always run into the same circles of, of what we're doing is because we always come back to the music where it's about the music, it's about producing music, it's about the artist. It's not about the whole game. The game is the game always. It will always be the game. You know that's that's what they say. So the music
2: is the gift, and the gift runs my life. And now it just makes you full circle that I gave you the song about God. Yep. that's my gift. You feel know what I'm saying? And when I use it properly, it runs my life. It runs my life.
1: It will, yeah, like, it will happen correctly.
2: Take pictures. Correctly. I not take pictures. I wouldn't have a business. So now, I've, even talking to you today, like, you know, from outside looking in perspective, you show, you made, you've helped me simplify what I'm trying to do for the next 10 years. Um, selling a service to invest in a product. Mm-hmm. That's simple, Yeah. But, meanwhile, my product is my art, and of course, my art is music, and I, I I've learned how to You pick art because I can't draw.
1: It's so funny. I tell people that all the time. That's me. You know, that's my (laughs) thing.
2: I can't draw, so I make music and I take pictures and I, you know, write poetry and stuff or write raps or whatever. And it's like I can paint pictures other ways.
1: I can't sing, so I make beats. That's what I tell people. (laughs) I can't sing. I wish I could. I wish I could sing. It makes me um, great. That. Um, I'm that's... Bring
2: back next week though, but I wanna, I want I'm gonna bring you the whole project next week. That's why I was telling you about uh, you know off the air.
1: Then yeah, we're definitely whole gonna whole bring you back next week. Romalis is on. Um, Romalis, go ahead. Um, we definitely just hit our mark. We're at eight thirty. Um, it's below the deck. I'm Nick as always. Romalis is um, with us on the phone. He should be in the building next week. Um, Romalis, give everyone where they can find you, man. He he released the new track. God on here that should be coming out. April 9th. I mean, September 9th. September I don't know why I said um, April. Yeah, September, September 9th.
2: 9th. it be on all streaming platforms. Um, my Instagram is ssromalis. You can share uh, that with him Ssromelis is no underscore spaces stars. Not like
1: that. That's what's up, that, man. Well, thank you so much, Romalis, for, for being on the show, man. He's family. He's going to be here next week, too. So make sure y'all do the double down because we will have another song for you, too. So make sure no, you guys go check out, out that guide. Make sure. Go ahead. So we're going to bring the whole project. Gonna we're going to bring everything out. We're bringing it all out, man. Bro, Malice, man. Friend of the show. Family, man. Make sure y'all go check him out. Bro, Malice, man. September 9th, the new project's coming out. Go check out. If you didn't hear it already, you can listen back to it here. God on the FXBGPublicRadio.com below the deck page. Um, if not, check it out September 9th. We here, Bro, Malice on the digital line right now. Hopefully we get him in the building next week, but he will be back next week, so double shows. Make sure you lock in. You got anything else to say, Romance? I'm good,
2: man. I'm good, man. Y'all have a good night.
1: Word. I'm Nick, as always. This is Below the Deck. It's on FXBGPublicRadio.com. See you next Tuesday.